Jax is back. I hope you're all doing well. Thank you for listening. And I hope you can continue to follow some of my stories, some of my memories, and some of my biggest dreams that are still yet to come. I hope that you can forgive me in this podcast because I'm pretty sure that I'm probably going to be laughing a lot just because some of the things that we're talking about are extremely funny to me. And hopefully you'll get a big smile on your face and you can use that laughter is the best medicine prescription today or tomorrow or any time that you decide to listen to this over and over again. You know, music takes you to places you can only dream of. Jazz, pop, rock, gospel, classical, rap, Motown. Whatever you enjoy, it's good medicine. My husband and I are currently fans of Yacht Rock Radio on Sirius. And I never thought that I would be a satellite radio listener. But it takes me to another place. Smooth sailing soft rock from the 70s and early 80s. Now you can only tune in Memorial Day to Labor Day. They have Steely Dan, The Eagles, Chicago Player, Christopher Cross, Kenny Loggins. We all have a go-to station. However, this one is my pick. But what we're going to do in this podcast is switch it over to concerts. Do you remember the first concert you ever attended I remember where it was. I remember my parents took me. The band also hosted a TV show that ran from 1977 to 1981, and they're still performing. I was 10 years old. Are you thinking? Are the wheels spinning? The band, you ready? Shanana. You remember Bowser? I can't specifically say they made a big decision in my radio career, But Sean Cassidy, Barry Manilow, Robbie Dupree, and John Mellencamp certainly did. My best friends, Heather, Debbie, and Janine, and you will hear me talk about them a lot. Heather, Debbie, Janine, as if they're one person. They aren't. Debbie makes me laugh the hardest. We each would be on our own fantasy land of playing what we wanted to be when we grew up. Debbie wanted to be a veteran or a veterinarian, excuse me, there's a huge difference there, a veterinarian, Heather, a nurse, Janine, a teacher, and I always wanted to be, you guessed it, a DJ with my little Mickey Mouse record player. Yeah, it was the coolest thing in the world since I was 10 years old. Anyway, they accepted it. We all had our favorite bands or artists. I loved Sean Cassidy. Debbie had Andy Gibb posters on her wall, which we were not allowed to touch. I mean, you even looked at him the wrong way. We were in big trouble. Debbie is the one who put nail polish on my eyelids. They still burn when I talk about it. It's okay because I cut Debbie's hair one time and she claims it's never been the same since. We were 10. It was a pretty magical age. And it's pretty amazing that we still talk. <laughs> Debbie and I vacationed together, which is where she met her son's father on a weekend beach trip. Debbie and I were pregnant at the same time with our sons. We both went through a divorce and get ready. We both worked at Y102 together. She was the receptionist. I was working the midday show. We were both living in Pottsville. So we would carpool together. She even forgot me one day. Now, how does one forget me? I showed up at work an hour late. I walked in. She still didn't realize she forgot to pick me up. Our carpooling days are great. Coffee, chit-chats, 
And then we would sing from Pottsville to Reading. And we continued our singing career at karaoke. We did karaoke partnering teams. We went to Anthony's and places like The Haunt. And Friday night at the Sheridan, we could have been solid gold dancers. Instead, as luck would have it, (laughs) our job gave us the ability to score whatever concert ticket we wanted. And so we did. Huey Lewis. He was the sweetest, kindest person to meet. He had conversations with us. Hall and Oates, we met them a few times. Journey, Foreigner, REO Speedwagon. Debbie had dinner. I don't know if you'll remember this group. Blessed Union of Souls. Now, in the days of Al Burke, who was the program director, and Mike Shannon, who was the general manager, concerts were absolutely awesome. Al was friends with a gentleman by the name of Ron Kyle. He hung with the Rat Pack, rubbed elbows with Elvis, had dinner with some members of the Beatles. Ron Kyle was a record promoter that pushed the village people. Michael Jackson's Thriller album. And then he went on the road with MJ, and from there, Elton John, Van Halen, Maroon 5, and my favorite, Michael Buble. He would have listening parties with radio and TV people, and Ron Kyle treated everyone the same. I mean, you could Google him right now and you could take a look at him. Ron Kyle, K-Y-L-E. Pretty amazing stories. And you know what? To this day, I could ask that man for anything. Since the entire industry has changed, his workload has since diminished. And of course, he doesn't have the same stories to tell. But I was able to meet the man of my dreams, Harry Connick Jr., Debbie and I went to see and meet Shania Twain, and this is one concert that I will never forget because Debbie was so excited because she she sang just like Shania Twain, believe it or not. No, she really didn't, but she thought maybe someday they could sing a duet together and Shania would hear of her, but anyway, we were waiting to meet Shania Twain. Debbie actually pushed a little girl out of the way and said, excuse me, but I was here first. This poor little girl looks so sad. It was because Shania was running late and we wanted to make sure that we would get the meet and greet. We didn't know if we would have the chance to do that. And God forbid if we didn't get that photograph and an autograph, but we got both. So everything was fine. And the little girl, everybody fared out fine and We got to do what we needed to, and it was one of the most awesome concerts. I had the opportunity to have my daughter meet Avril Lavigne when she was a teenager. Both of my kids enjoyed their first concert together with their dad and I, Green Day. They were eight and nine years old. Do you know how many curse words they had heard that day? They met every finalist on season three of American Idol when they were 10 and 11, and I believe Fantasia won that year. I got to interview Gene Simmons. I met Gwen Stefani, John Mayer. That was one of those concerts I don't remember. We all have those concerts, right? I was with my cousin Andrea. And she reminds me every time (laughs) we talk about that concert. You don't even remember it, do you? You don't even remember meeting him. Nope, I really don't. But as luck would have it, later in life, my son and I went to one of John Mayer's shows together. And that was a night I'll never forget. That was one of the coolest concerts. Debbie met Sting while John Waite came into the studio and sang to me, When I See You Smile. Can you imagine just having an artist sit, I don't know, a couple inches away from you 
And there you are listening to him sing in your headphones to you when I see you smile. Granted, it was a song from when he was with Bad English. I'll take it. That guy can sing. I had the best job ever. It wasn't a job. One time Debbie and I went to see the Beach Boys at the Reading Stadium. They pulled us up on stage to sing with them and dance with them and have a good time. And every single time I think of the crazy times that we had when I was in radio, I sometimes they don't even seem real, but it was such a good time in my life. We went to see Matchbox 20 and Rob Thomas made us feel like royalty. He was super sweet to me. There was Hootie and the Blowfish, The Calling. I don't know if you remember The Calling, but they sang Wherever You Will Go. If I could, then I would go wherever you will go. If you heard it, you would probably know it, but I actually raced him down Penn Street. Buddy the Cake Boss was in our studio. Kate Gosling came in a few times. I have nothing bad to say about her. You know, the programs that we watch on TV, you know, you do know that it's all scripted. I truly don't believe she's the bad person everyone says she is. I I mean, I never, I never had a moment where, you know, she was rude or um, unkind. I mean, can you imagine having that many kids and a TV show to follow? I never met John Goslin, but I mean, I do know he's from the area. Everyone has their opinions and so be it. The person, the one person who does not get a five-star rating, who I have loved since fourth grade. He sang a little ditty about Jack and Diane. Do you know who I'm talking about? John Cougar Mellencamp. Twice I met him. No smile, no comment, no engagement. He just wanted to get the picture taken with crazy starstruck fans and get out. And that was it. That was it. So that's pretty much my my concert days and who I met and what happened and where we went from there. But it just still takes me back to the days of Nick and Ted, Freddie Izetti, Chuck Corbin, Susie Summer, Jackie and Scott, Donald from Boyertown. We called ourselves the family of love. Those days, they're just a memory. But that's what memories are for. I want you to know there is one person that lives on. So listen, Al Burke, in case you didn't know, he's on Magic 105.5, which is out of Tamaqua, uh, between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. This is the guy that took me from Pottsville to Reading, the guy that believed in me. I went to dinner at a place called The Firehouse, which is no longer a restaurant in Reading. I went there with my mom and dad, and I gave my cassette, a cassette, because this is how things worked back in the day. I gave my cassette to David Stein, who was working the morning show at Y102 at the time with Mike Brown. And Al trusted I would make a go of it. He somehow got that cassette from David Stein. To this day, I still really don't remember how or what happened. But, I, you know, I made the calls back and forth. And you know that I was very persistent because that's what I do. He gave me a chance. And I took it. I was 30 years old and ready for a classic rock radio station. And so I did for 15 years until radio changed and so did we. 
but the concerts, the meet and greets, the parties, the shenanigans, they're all memories. My best friend, Debbie, she's still the same, and we'll go to concerts. We vacation together, go to nightclubs when we're somewhere else. She makes me laugh until I can't. Everybody needs a friend like that. I'd still love to see the Foo Fighters, Tim McGraw, and Matt Mayer. He's, um, well, there you go. That just describes my music because that's rock, country, and contemporary Christian. So whatever music style you have, use it as a drug. Love is a drug. Music is a drug. Music is many things. But remember, every style, every song, just let it move you until it can't. Let the music play. Jax is back. Thanks for listening. Jax is back is brought to you in part by Queen City Family Restaurant and Visions Federal Credit Union.